Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Are you looking for a podcast where the hosts keep it real? Then add the Let's Get Cancel podcast to your playlist. This is the official podcast of your host, Casual Ninja. Join Ninja and his co-host as they discuss all kinds of topics. They discuss dating, current events, life in New York City, and a whole lot more. But be warned, Let's Get Cancel is extremely entertaining. The Let's Get Cancel podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Google podcast overcast breaker radio public and pocket cast add the let's get canceled podcast to your playlist right now let's get canceled podcast welcome to another episode of the podcast let's get canceled podcast with born truck and i'm casual ninja and this is the episode everybody's been waiting for today we're talking about marriage yeah, and the yeah. question about marriage is is it worth it? Is it? Is it? Now, I've mm-hmm. never been married before. How about you, Trucker? I've been married before. You've been married before? Yeah. More than once or just once? Just one time. And what happened? <laughs> well, let's just say it was a marriage of convenience. Well, you married someone for the for the green card or something? Nah. Marriage for convenience. Okay, so what exactly does that mean? She had her reasons for wanting to marry me. I had my reasons for wanting to marry her. Once that purpose was fulfilled, we got divorced. That is not <laughs> informational at all. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm giving you I'm giving you all the information, but see, I'm giving it to you like a lawyer would. Okay, so basically, you guys got married, and y'all decided to separate for in, what's that word I'm looking for? Inconceivable differences. Something like that? Yep, Yep. we got married for a purpose. Once that purpose was realized, there was no reason to keep the marriage going. Now, mind you, I did at one point try to do that, but her head was someplace else, so let's just go to the divorce route. Okay, but when it comes to marriage, most people see marriage as a, a union for love. But in actuality, marriage is a business. And the majority of people don't know that. It, marriage right. isn't about love. It's actually a contract. Right, but who's the contract with? The state. So how many people are actually getting married? <laughs> it's two people getting married to the state. <laughs> oh, yeah, three people, yeah. It's a throttle. <laughs> there it is. It's the man and woman in the state. Yeah. That's why when you have a divorce, the state steps in and says, okay, let's divide the assets. Because now, you make a legal contract. Now, how does it work? Now, how does the state profit from people getting married? Okay. First of all, you got the state tax that's involved, state and federal tax. Now, when you get involved, you're going to have to get a lawyer. So the lawyer is going to get paid off for doing the, um, the divorce. And, of course, that lawyer has to pay the taxes off of that rate back to the state. 
Mm. So does a state profit from people staying married or getting divorced? More from the divorce. Oh, you said from the divorce, really? Yep. Oh, okay. So basically, the cruel reality of marriage is just in case you had two lovers, don't make out. Get a prenup. Yeah, I still get my cut. Facts. But even with a prenup, that doesn't stop the state from earning a cut, though. Nope. No, it just protects one one spouse from another. Actually, it's supposed to protect both spouses. Like if I'm if I'm if I'm a man and my net worth is a million dollars based on what I'm doing. Okay, well, according to state laws, depending on what state you're in, she might be entitled to 50% of your assets. Okay. Unless you have a prenup in place, which will state what she's actually entitled to. And with the current situation with marriage right now, with the divorce rate being over 50%, 60 plus percent for the um, black community, I would tell anybody getting married, get a prenup. <clears throat> the heck with all that love, love feelings. You know, you always got to have, I'm not, I'm not saying it's an escape plan, but you hope for the best and you got to plan for the worst. Mm. So the thing about marriage, I think it's tricky. You got to look at marriage like like money oh, uh, uh, almost. And here's what I mean. When it comes to money, people don't think logically. They think emotionally. Right. So same thing with marriage. Because... If a man actually knew how much he was spending on a wedding, he would not really be doing it. Yeah, you're going to spend some guap. Yeah. He's thinking emotionally. He's thinking about, oh, this makes my wife happy. Everybody's happy. I'm doing the right thing. This is my next step in manly, manhood and all that good stuff. But he's thinking out of emotion because I really don't see the purpose of a man getting married because the same thing you do in a marriage, you could do in a regular relationship regardless nope, of No, you can't. No, you can't. Well, okay, if we're talking about, like, the spouse can't tell on another spouse, shit like that, yeah. Okay, so okay, so marriage is like insurance, then. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, look, you, you've been with your girlfriend. Y'all been living together for 10 years, right? Well, mine was six. Okay, but y'all been together for 10 years. We're just using a hypothetical right now. In yeah. that 12th year, y'all being together, you die. Right? That's just your girlfriend. Yeah. What is she entitled to as far, as far as your assets are concerned? If she's my girlfriend, she's not entitled to anything. Exactly. But if you were married, mm-hmm. when you die, she's entitled to your Social Security. You know, that, make, that, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, I think that's what happened to my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. And this is just after 10 years. Are you sure marriage ain't just to protect women? Because that's what it seemed like it's that's the ideal. Too. Well, the majority of the laws are made to protect women because they're looked at or views that, viewed as the weaker of the sex. And part of that is because men in this country have created a structure that weakens what the woman is able to do compared to the man. Mm. So now this isn't this isn't across the board. But it's just how it's looked at. Now, mind you, government is made up by men, right? Yep. And as men, we protect the women, right? 
Mm-hmm. So when she gets divorced, we want to make sure that woman is protected. Of course. We ain't worrying about the man. Because the man going to have to figure out his way, period. Well, that's the thing. Um, how can women be considered the weakest sex when women live longer than men? Wait. Well, it's, it's the whole patriarchal ideation of things where when the war starts, we go to war. Yeah. We're the protectors. So even if a woman, even if it, when a woman is married and she has a fire in her house, her man is in the bed with her, right? Yep. Does she expect him to put the fire out in a first world country? Mm-hmm. No, she don't. We're going to call the fire department. We got systems for that. I mean, I mean, if I got kids in the house, I mean, we're going to do that too, but we getting the kids about, you know. Yeah, well, she might expect you to grab the kids and get them out. But she's not going to expect you to put the fire out because we have systems for that. Call the fire department. Call the police department. You ain't got to worry about putting that that fire out, honey. But if we go back maybe 200 years and the house is on fire and we're entrenched in the neighborhood that we live in, Mm -hmm. okay, now we're going to, you know, pass buckets along and try to put that fire out. Okay. But the way it is now, we have a house fire. We're going to call the fire department. We're going to call the police department a, a section off the street to make sure the firemen can do their job without any interruptions. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. We talked about basically what marriage is t- traditionally and what it's supposed to be. Right. But in uh, today's generation, it's more looked at as a status symbol as, look, I'm better than you. I was able to get a husband. You know, shit like that. I don't think a man takes marriage as a status unless it's his religion and anything like that. Well, I mean, for me, myself, I would definitely say me being married. Oh, yeah, I'm flexing it. I'm flexing it. Because what I'm saying, in essence, is I was able to commit to one woman. I'm able to build with this one woman. So anybody that's not my woman, kick rocks and get to stepping. Thanks. I was able to make a deal with this one person that the average person ain't going to be able to do. Mm. And when I say average, I'm talking about the majority. If the... How can I say this? I feel like women today don't know how to compete no more. They don't. And I know they don't because they were raised... A lot, you know, you got to think about, it, especially in our community, how many men or females have been made, raised by a single mother? Sure, I was. <laughs> right, and that same single mother might have been raised by a single grandmother that told them, "You don't need a man. You know, you could do it all on your own." Which I think is the wrong message to give because marriage is all about. Increases your increasing your chances of survival. You know, it's a whole world we live in. So in order to survive, it's a whole lot easier to survive with two people. That's just like what some people might say is common sense. Two people can survive better than one. That's just what it is. 
But when people go into marriage, they're often, how should I say, unrealistic about it. Mm-hmm. You know, when some women, and I'm not saying all, engage in a marriage, they're thinking that it's all about her, happy wife, happy life. Okay, but if he's the one that's paying all the bills, who's the one that should be kept happy? It is. And the crazy part is with some women, and I'm not going to say all, they feel like once they marry, they don't have to try hard anymore. So in some cases, they'll let themselves go. They just stop doing what made um, them appealing to their husband in the first place. That's when exactly happens and stuff. But look at it like this. When you're a single woman, right? Mm-hmm. The options are a lot more open than a married woman because as a single woman, I can always pull any kind of man. Be it an alpha male, a simp, or a sucker, as I call them. You can pull any one of those, right? But now you done made this commitment to this one man. So for all the women that feel like I got this one man and I don't got to do shit no more, you're wrong. You actually got to do more than that single woman does to keep that one man interested. So you want to keep your weight at a certain point. You want to make sure that, you know, if, if he's a provider male, even if he's not a provider male, he can always get to that point. But you got to work just as hard as he's going to work to maintain her. The way he's going, the way she needs to maintain him. So when I hear reasons for people getting divorced, like, oh, we grew apart, he wasn't ambitious enough. It's like, before y'all got married, did you discuss this with him? Did you tell him what your expectations of a husband is? And I'm pretty sure across the board, most of them will have to answer, nope. But it's all about the communication. Well, that's a funny thing. Um, regardless if you dated somebody for six months or six years, it's funny how in most instances that um, when people get married, they don't ask the crucial questions before they get married to actually know if they can tolerate that for, for a long period of time. Right. So communication is definitely one thing that needs to be practiced on a daily basis. Like, to me, it's crazy how I hear about these marriages and dudes talking about we don't have no sex. It sounds weird to me. Right. That's beyond weird. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, my, my, Go ahead, Uncle Ricky. Say what? Go ahead, Uncle Ricky. Tell me the story. <laughs> yeah, so when I was in my relationship, um, my girlfriend at the time, her friends and her family, except her mom, her sisters are a bit ratchet. Well, ask my girl, how come you got, how come you ain't pregnant yet? And, and she was like, how come you keep asking that? They said, they said, you know, you got, you got in-house. I was like, hold up. I was like, your friends and your family are calling me in-house dick? The fuck? <laughs> Mind you, that's a man term. Yeah. I was like, what kind of shit is that? So, but I'm saying, like, when a guy gets married, and the whole part of the union, you're just supposed to be 
you know, his 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 fantasy in the bedroom. Right. So just like, you know, you, you can be as nasty as you want to be. Like he's supposed to he's your husband. But it's just like I said, women get married for the wrong reasons. They do it for a status thing. They 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 want to marry, they want a wedding, but they don't want to be wives. So facts. So like it goes down to communication again. Yep. Lack of or actually going to the marriage for the wrong reasons. Yeah. But it, I'm gonna talk about the men's side too. See when a when a man likes a woman, and he really likes her, and I'm talking from experience, you always ignore the red flags. Especially that whole bullshit. Yeah. And uh, the longer you stay in it, you know, you either gonna open your eyes to it, and if you don't, it's just gonna turn into a toxic relationship. So even for the men, like we're since we're visible, you know, like we'll follow her because of how beautiful she is and how how the sex is. We gotta be more mindful of her honesty. Meaning, like if she's showing you who she is the first time, believe her. <laughs> Facts. Uh, but you know, people that don't really have a financial education or knowledge don't realize what a bad investment is. So if I'm, if I'm fiscally educated and I extrapolate that information and apply it to my relationships, it shouldn't take me too long to realize that this relationship I'm investing in is no good. It shouldn't take that long. Well, what happens is people invest their time, their efforts, and that makes it harder to walk away because now you feel like I put so much effort into it, I might as well stick around and see what I can get out of it. Well, I'm going to speak on me, for example. So people, uh, when it comes to relationships and marriage, you got a lot of broken people out there. People don't want to be alone or don't, or they're dealing with baggage that they're either not dealing with or it's hard for them too. And then it's like, imagine two broke, broken people meet and they get in a relationship. And shit, I've had people, I've made a lot of mistakes and people have told me all I attract is broken females. Shit, I still hear that sometimes. So... It's a complex thing. Like marriage, like the whole concept of marriage is black and white, but how to go about it is extremely gray. I mean, like people, uh, the whole point of marriage is to solidify union. Human beings, we're we're not meant to be alone. We're social creatures. Right. So yeah, so you get you know the players like me who say like we don't want no kids, or whatever. It's like, yo, I might say that. And it is true when I say that, but on the other, on the flip side of it, if I actually meet the right person who's going to add value to my life and I can see myself being happy with her with kids and, and marriage, why not? So it's like, you're against it until the right woman comes along. And that's, yeah. I always say that the problem that we have right now is social media. Well, social media is a big problem. Now, when I say it's a problem, it's because be you man or female, male or female, when it came down to your selection 
or your options. You could only pick what was in your current geographical area. But now we got the internet. We got social media. A chick that lives in Jackson, Tennessee can actually start a relationship with a guy that lives in Las Vegas, California. True. And think that is realistic. Well, if it wasn't, we wouldn't have shows like Catfish. And what Catfish show us? It's, it honestly shows how lonely people really are. Like, they're, like, a lot of people are in desperate need to feel love. And there's main levels to that feeling. And a lot of relationships in Catfish are what? Local or long distance? The majority is long distance. Long distance relationship to me is unrealistic. Yeah. And for me, I define long distance as anything more than an hour drive. My reasoning for that, if she calls me up and there's an emergency and it's going to take me an hour to get there, I might still be able to intervene in that emergency. Mm. Anything more than an hour, I'm just showing up. I'm not going to be actually able to be effective in changing how the outcome of that situation might be. Mm. Now, I know for some people, and mind you, I've tried the long-distance joint. It comes with a whole lot of trust on both parts. But the one component of any relationship that people are willing to ignore because you know, maybe they're just lonely. They just want to feel like somebody's got their back and they love them. Is that human contact is essential in order to build a relationship. I'm not talking about the sex. I'm talking about just being able to sit across the table from somebody and laugh about your day, share a joke, hold her hand, hold his hand. Initially, you could say, I'm not, I can do without those things, especially if you haven't been doing it for some time. But the reality is, that's what you really want. But you're willing to compromise, hoping that this long distance relationship is going to cause both of us to make a move and live together somewhere. Together. But the only way you get to know somebody is to put that time, that FaceTime in, right up in their face, see what they are. And you're able to move on from there. Because when you're online, you could always be the best best version of yourself. So not always. <laughs> so so if, if, if you've been on Tinder and ain't those crazy dating apps and you see what people write in their profile, it's like... <laughs> nah, the way I feel, if you're on Tinder, you're a hoe. Be you male or female. You're on Tinder, you're, on a, you're a hoe because you're just trying to hook up. Yeah, Matter of fact, dead. I'm going to even say... If you're online trying to find love, you're delusional. Because love is a social contract. That means we spend a set amount of time together with each other, and now we're in love. But because of this internet, cell phones, and all of that, I can stay on the phone with you for four hours every day. That's going to give me the impression that you really care about. But the reality of that is, I spent four hours on the phone with Shorty. Minute I hang up, she calling the next man. I'm calling the next one. Because I still need that physical contact. 
Yeah. But overall, when it comes to marriage, you know, people got this Disney thing in their head, this fantasy about <clears throat> once I get married, everything is okay. Now, once you get married, that's when the real work starts. You got, you got to look at marriage like it's a farm. If I want a farm, I got to work on it every day to make sure my crops grow, right? But if I don't look at my marriage the same way, is it going to grow? No, it's not. But it, don't, it also takes two also. Right, but let's look at marriage as a job. When you go to work, right, are you more prone to, like, just be yourself and spaz on your supervisor because you don't like what they said? No. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> Because if you do, you get fired, you ain't got no income coming in. Yeah. So to look at your relationship like a job would be more valuable. If I if if I look at my man and my woman as somebody I should respect, I'm not gonna come out my neck sideways just because they know me more personal. If 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 I want this person to stay around, I got a certain job I gotta fulfill every day, right? Thanks. I can't just fall back on it and expect them, this person to love me the same way. You go to work, smashed. You go to work <laughs> and you perform so that you can get the bonus or the benefit of your check. So in a marriage, you got to perform so that you can get the benefit of what you get out of marriage. Protection, safety, discipline, structure. <laughs> Empathy, compassion. Well, here's the funny thing. When, when people get married, the whole purpose of marriage is to, is to build a family. That's the main purpose. That's the main purpose. You know, that's so the kids can see or have a, a foundation. All right, so let me, before you go on, you're a male, right? Yeah. You want to get married. Mm -hmm. You already learned from your doctor, you're infertile. Yeah. So, should you be looking for a wife that wants to have kids? No. Doesn't that increase your sample population? Now? I don't know. Uh, I feel like it's divided, like a half. Well, if the main purpose of marriage is to get together and make children, mm -hmm. but as a male, you're infertile, but you still want to be married, you should be able to disseminate or... It, it, Explain to the woman that you want, hey, I do want to be married one day, but I just need you to know I can't make babies. Put your cards on the table. Don't bluff her. Put your cards on the table. Female, if you're unable to have babies for whatever reason, let him know. So that this way we go into this marriage better adjusted, knowing that the purpose of our union isn't to make children. The purpose of this union is for us to maintain each other and try to build a legacy together. We can adopt, whatever, but if you got these factors involved, let your other partner know. But also realizing that your population sample is going to go way down. Because if the purpose of having getting married is to have kids and you can't have kids, you got a smaller population of females to choose from. That's true. Can't get married and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. Um, my seeds are dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wouldn't be too happy about that. I'm just saying, 
I can skeet all up in you, but ain't nothing happening. <laughs> we, we ain't having no kids. So if you come home one day talking about I'm pregnant, I know you're lying. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Seeing episodes like that on Murray always, always made me laugh. <laughs> but when you go into some marriage, you got to be realistic about what your wants are. You got to understand what her wants are. You got to put your wants together and see if it's compatible. Then at the same time, you got to think about this over the next couple of years. We got married today, 1990. Do we understand each other enough to make it go to 2020? It's a question, man. <laughs> Just being real about it. <sighs> but at the same time, when people go into marriage, are you being realistic? Like, do you have a plan for, like, I think anybody that's going into marriage, hands down, should have a plan in place for if your partner cheats on you. Does it matter who files divorce first? Well, right now, in our community, women are filing for divorce at a higher rate than we are. Damn. And honestly, with any lawsuit, whoever files first is going to gain favor from the court. Uh, so, so it doesn't matter who, who files first. Yes, indeed. Shit. Well, the, the one thing about chicks, see, the, the one thing that's, that keeps me from getting married is knowing the women can be, especially in this generation, are extremely finicky. I mean, like, they'll find some reason to divorce you or ruin the marriage, either, either just to spite you. Oh, so you gotta understand you gotta understand in the Bible it states that a man should love his woman, but it never says anything about a woman loving him. We gotta you gotta remember we're supposed to be the stronger of the two sexes. So we gotta understand that because women make a lot of their decisions based on their emotions. We gotta be prepared for that. That's where we come in with the discipline and the structure. You gotta be prepared for knowing that she might make some decisions based on how she's feeling. You got to be able to counter that to understand if she's right or wrong and give her the proper guidance to get to the goal that she actually wants. Yeah. But a lot of guys ain't prepared for marriage. Man, that's the case. The way you put it, it just seems like uh, women just need to follow a man's lead. Well, they should. Because when you look at the statistical data, and you know this, who is the biggest consumer in this country, men or women? That's women. Okay, so the data states that a woman that's unmarried is going to spend more money than a married woman, right? Yeah. Okay, so the married woman is not going to be able to spend as much money because she got her husband as a stopgap. No, you're not going to have 100 pairs of shoes. You're bugging out for what? No, you're not going to have outfits that you're going to wear once and put up in the closet. No, you're not doing that. Because we're trying to build a legacy so that one day when we sit down and say, I'm not working no more, we still got money. Right. But then you take the single female that just because she likes how they look, I'm going to go buy these $200 pair of sneakers. <laughs> For what? I'm going to go buy this Chanel bag. You're not impressing me. You're, you're trying to impress your female friend. Thanks. I don't know. 
Varish, man. <laughs> I mean, I think it's worth it, but you got to be realistic about what your goals are. And if your goals don't meet, as hard as it might sound to say, if y'all not in line with where you want to go in the future, just walk away. Give it some time. They might be the best friend you ever had, but don't sit there and waste somebody else's time because you hoped it was going to work out for the best. You know, some of the things that our sisters, our women out here being told, which isn't across a racial bound, across races, like with our sisters, sisters want a man that's a certain height, holding a certain length of pipe. It's it's like, so that's what you, what's going to make you happy? That's it? So he holding 10. That's all it needs. That's all it takes to make you happy, really? No, I doubt that. So he holding 10. He come home every night. He don't cook. He ain't cleaning nothing. He don't do no laundry. He come home, grab a beer, sit on the bed, or sit on the couch and watch sports till he's tired. Then he pipes you down. That's what's really going to make you happy? And mind you, women are way more complicated than we are. Extremely. So in order for her to be happy, she needs to be able to sit down with that man and say, hey, these are the things that I'm going to require of you as my husband that's going to make me feel secure, protected, loved, and anything else you might be able to throw at that. So do you plan on ever being married? If so, why? And if not, why? Because in all actuality, I don't see marriage as a bad thing. Because if I, if I if I'm being honest, if I had to choose between being a player and date a hundred women, or to be with one woman that I just truly want to be with, I choose her. You know, so it's like I've always been. I always want to have something that I never felt for myself as a kid. So, um, I wanted to. The thing that was lacking in my life, I, I wanted to create for myself. So I wanted to create my own family and then give the child the type of love that I wanted that I never got. So. You need a hug? Let <laughs> <laughs> me hit up one oh. give a hug. I, I haven't been <laughs> in a hot minute, yo. She got to have a Kleenex and all that. <laughs> Fucking weed. <laughs> ah, damn. That came out. <laughs> so uh, you're pro marriage. Ah, when is worth it? So definitely understood what you meant when uh, we said you didn't want to hear that because, you know, other show that I was with. I'm saying, you know how I do, fam. I'm going to give it to you straight, raw, no chase. Fuck your feelings. That's your problem, not mine. Because it's, it all comes down to self-control. Now, me, I'm pro-marriage. Because I understand that being in this world by myself and trying to survive is always going to be hot if I got harder if I got nobody that has my back. I mean, also, at the same time, we do get older, so we do need somebody to... Watch over each other. Yeah, you need somebody to put your, your dentures in the water. You need somebody to make sure you got the right amount of depends. 
Yeah, and I think that's a stereotype too, man, because I've seen like guys of our nationality and color still pretty mobile in the nineties and stuff. And yeah, so, but how the fuck you know if you got a pimp on? I don't think I want to know. <laughs> like for real. Oh man. All right. That did not help at all. <laughs> Ah, but yeah, um, yeah, pro marriage, but damn, I gotta tell these women today, man. You, you, yeah, when somebody told me you gotta train women, I was like, I ain't dating no chick, I gotta train, but you really do, but but you gotta train them the way they gotta be ready for a relationship, especially marriage. All right, um, let, me, let me let me break this down to you like this I'm gonna get raw right now, real raw. You meet a chick, right? You meet a female, a woman. She's been sexually active already, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's 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 well aware on how to perform fellatio, right? Yep. Okay, now what you gotta understand is she's understood how to perform fellatio across the board to different males. Don't you need to train her how to do fellatio for you? Yeah, yeah. The same yeah. way she need the same way she needs to train you. To perform cunnilingus for her. So the training actually goes both ways. Wait, that's actually what's called cunnilingus? Yeah, cunnilingus. Oh. I thought that was a song. <laughs> no, Cardi B did not do that song. Look, I've heard that word so many times, they don't do what it was. Oh, but you but see, you a man, you definitely know fellatio is, don't you? <laughs> yeah, nasty motherfucker. I know fellatio shit. She gonna do that to me. <laughs> yeah, yo. That's just freaking awesome, man. <laughs> All right, well, let me ask you this. As uh, far as marriage goes, right? Yeah. Um, a man that's ready to go into marriage, he should know how long it takes to arouse his woman and bring in an orgasm, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so how long does it take the average woman to be aroused and go to orgasm? I mean, if you know what you're doing. Nah, fuck what you're doing. I'm talking about based on the statistical data. Well, I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> 20 minutes. I thought it would take less than that, like maybe five, 10 minutes. No, see, that's some man shit right there. That's some man shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yo, I'm trying to get in and out. But yours, and I'm trying to get back on this 2K right now, boy. <laughs> All right, now, well, let's compare that to how long does it take for the average male to reach ejaculation? Five minutes. Maybe five, ten minutes. Nah, you got it fucked up, B. <laughs> Takes the average male, which means when we talk about average, we're talking about the majority. Takes the average male two minutes to reach ejaculation. So without understanding these little parameters, you see where the issues can come in. Mm. Takes her 20 minutes, him two minutes. There's a whole 18-minute gap where she ain't feeling satisfied. So how do you fix that? Do some research. Ain't hard to do. 
different things out there you can learn. There's a, a Native American chart for vaginal shape and size and what you do to that vaginal shape and size. You know, they give them animal names and tell you what you got to do with them. You know, <laughs> as a man, as I know, you, I know you think this is crazy, but it's real. <laughs> as a man, right? When a woman go down on you, right? Uh huh. Would it be wrong to say that you want your wife to gag? Well, I mean, everybody can't do this, but <laughs> the sound of gagging would. <laughs> Just the sound of gagging would like be like, yeah, word. Oh, yeah. I I'm holding right now. But honestly, me, I love the way I love the sound when a woman gags. I could do that. Yeah. I get like some sadistic pleasure off of that. Like, oh, yeah, put it in your mouth and throw. I'm going to hit yeah, that little damn thing <laughs> in the back of your throat. Yeah. Well, you're right. But at the same time, do you know how to satisfy your woman in that same manner? Do you understand how much time it takes? Do you understand that if you don't get the proper jaw strength, your shit going to numb up on you. You're going to be like, oh, no, I can't do shit. I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm going to tell her. Damn, okay. man, my jaw must be mighty healthy then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got a big-ass jaw, B. <laughs> oh, you then got you, you got a jaw for fat checks. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got fat chick George for, for that shit, yo. Yeah, that's why I've been attracting big girls, I guess. <sighs> you a big man. Uh, you know why most men don't like big women? What was that? They don't got the tools for the job. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <sighs> I get the joke, but. <laughs> that's not a joke. That's fact. It's not even the tools for the job. It's just like, it's, it just doesn't look attractive. It's all about what attracts you. Me? I like a bigger woman. Mm. It turns me on. I want the big behind. I want the larger breasts. I want the wider hips. Give me the fupa. Holla. Give me the fupa. That's the little belly they have. Oh. Hey, in, my, in, my, in my experience, bigger women are more passionate. So when I'm out there looking for my wife, I'm looking for a bigger woman. Because mm. reality is, a bigger woman, she ain't get there from not eating, right? True. So would it be fair to say that a bigger woman knows how to cook? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to the skinny woman. She's probably not how to call out. <laughs> I'm not trying to come home to a skinny chick that made me some fruits and berries to eat. Fuck out of here. So not the long day at work, no. No, nah, I want some mac and cheese. I want some collard greens. I want some baked chicken. I want you to make a cake. So I can spread that frosting on you and do some things I ain't going to talk about right now. <laughs> so you got a cake, man. What you think of that video I sent you? Which one? The one with the, the girl with the, hot, with the hips and tits and shit. That's a straight fantasy and it was bullshit. But, bro, it can happen. <laughs> I ain't going to front it. Like, it can't happen, but, like, I, my current, mm -hmm. she would do that for me. So, at least you had that experience, bro. But why would she do that for me? Because of what I do for her. Can't go into marriage on some lopsided shit where I do more than, she, than you do. Any married man, when he come home, 
His wife should be greeting him at the door. Let me get your bags, baby. Mwah, kiss, baby. I missed you all day, baby. Big him up. Wow. Big him up. Because if he got the right man, he going to big you up later. The things that a woman would want, he going to lay on that couch with you and hold you in his arms. Rub your back. Scratch your back. <laughs> you laugh all you want, B. It's the small shit that gets you get, make you put you on that crown. Oh, man, yo. <laughs> no, well, I'm not saying small things don't matter, but shit. I like the that. only time small things don't matter is your dick size. Of course. All right, let me throw this out at you. You a man looking to get married, right? Just Not right off the back. <laughs> What's the average depth of a vagina cavity? I don't know. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yeah. Five to six inches. Which yeah. means the average man who makes average money should be able to satisfy the average woman. I mean, it's not, that's not the case. I mean, thanks to social media, that woman can hit up a, a superstar just like this. So now you got to have status to actually talk to them. So, you know, some girls actually charge you to talk to them on the phone, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know what about that shit. You know, you got guys out here who are doing dumb shit with their money, so. Those are suckers, simps. And all the above. If I got to pay the talk to you, sucking dick. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> I got to pay the talk to you. I'm also paying for you not to say a word and gobble, gobble. What happened? <laughs> you heard me gobble, gobble. I thought you was reading Texas. <laughs> ah. I'm going to put this in the back of your throat. I want to watch the surprise in your eyes when your air supply gets cut off and you saw it and she got to figure. Do I figure out a way to keep my breath and keep going? Or do I just... <clears throat> And start over. Guess the second one, man. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to make a gag. Fuck that. I want to hit a gag. Uh, Ain't nothing with that, man. So I don't know. If, I don't know. Like, I don't know because it's Virgo season or some shit, man. Yo, it's just. So let me ask you this then. Mm. What's your understanding? What do you think a man needs to bring to a table to get married? And what does a woman need to bring to a table to get married? Start with the men. Um, character. You know, character. You can show that you're a functioning adult. You can take care of himself. And, I mean, lastly, just uh, attraction. Well, you got character. The man's going to bring character to the table. What else should a man bring to the table? Character, finance. Uh, so you should be able to provide. Yeah. Okay. Leadership. What else? Leadership abilities. Okay. What yeah. else? Um, willing willing to be a teacher for his spouse. Okay. 
He's got to be an educator. Mm. Is there anything else? Hell yeah. But we ain't talking about me yet. We talking about what you think. Well, you know. Uh, All right. So now you got your, you got the four joints for the man. What should a woman bring to a marriage that a man would want? Cooperation. Um, peace. And comrades, peace. And um, well, I guess what? Beauty? <laughs> beauty is subjective. So yeah. I better understand that. Yeah. So when you say a woman should be his peace, how does a woman be a man's peace? Basically, uh, X Men's day was cook him his favorite meal for cause of the occasion or becoming a bad day. You know, show, just show him being there for him for uh, in good times and bad times, and just always showing him support. In good times and bad times. That's some bullshit I done heard for sure. Because that's what friends are for. That's not what your wife for. Oh. Looks like we got it twisted. Well, all right. I'm going to give you what I think. As a man, I should bring discipline and structure. I should bring the ability to provide. I should bring the ability to protect. That's just the basics. The bare minimum. Any woman out here trying to vet a man that can't provide the basics, he's stunt dick. (laughs) (laughs) Stunt dick? (laughs) Stunt dick. Now, as far as a woman goes, I feel a woman should bring Empathy and understanding. Domesticated skills, which doesn't mean that she does all of it, but traditionally, women were able to cook, clean, maintain a household. So when you hear a woman say something like, well, I had to work all day and you still want me to come home to cook? Uh, yeah. I'm not asking you to make the Sunday meal, but if I come home and you did some tacos, I'm still going to be happy. If I come home and you made some burgers and fries, I'm still going to be happy because now that prompts me to say, you cooked for me? So let's get up in here together and clean these dishes, clean the stove up, clean the kitchen up. You know, most guys today don't think like you, though. Which is why most guys are in the positions they are. But hold on, the other thing a woman should bring? Her bomb-ass sexuality. Uh, I honestly feel women should initiate sex because they have the access to it. So learn about how, learn about what it takes to turn your man on. Mm. And be happy with that. Don't just think kissing him is going to turn him on. Really? That's all I need to get turned on is kissing? <laughs> kiss my earlobes. Kiss my neck. Rub my junk. Kiss my earlobe. <laughs> kiss my chest. All that. Rub my back down. 
foreplay goes both ways. Damn, you yeah, that's true. Fuck, yo. uh, you got neck sweat and all that shit. <laughs> you the size of your neck is shiny in the motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not sweating, man. Ah, uh, my brain is on timeout right now. <laughs> but you know, bottom line is. There's certain basics a woman should be able to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Basics a man should be able to turn to bring to the table. Like, all right, if a man is expecting of a woman to cook, right? Mm-hmm. Can that woman say, well, I got a menu for the whole week? Basic shit. Monday is meatloaf. Tuesday is pasta. Wednesday is fish. Thursday is steak. Friday is um, burgers and fries. Sunday's meatloaf. And then build on that shit. See, shit sound crazy, but I'm saying it's it's real. No, I'm laughing because you were saying meatloaf. <laughs> I said meatloaf more than once. I like meatloaf. Fuck the bullshit. I like meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf sandwich is the shit. So I can see you walking the house style. No meatloaf? <laughs> Been there, yo. Meatloaf is trash. Who taught you this? Your moms? <laughs> All right, but I would say we, we, I would honestly say we probably done with this episode. <laughs> yeah, for real, though. So I'm, I'm going to put it like this. I'm going to put it basic like this. I'm going to be nasty and raw about it. Ladies, if you ain't willing to suck and swallow, you're not ready to be married. Men, if you ain't ready to eat and get splashed in your grill, don't get married. <laughs> don't get married. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That should be a slogan. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, that should be a slogan, yo. <laughs> if you ain't re- ladies, if you if, if you ain't ready for your throat to itch because the babies is playing in them, don't get married. <laughs> Man, if you're not willing to have your beard moistened by her juices, don't get married. <laughs> it's okay to have a long-term relationship, but marriage is a whole nother level. If I'm in a relationship, that means while we living together, if there's a bump in the night, I'm literally leaning over to her like, boy, you going to go check that out? <laughs> like, real talk, you going to go check that out? <laughs> but if I'm married, I'm like, yo, ma, I got this. Just stay right here. <laughs> Grab the Glock. I'm going to take this shot. And I'm going to go check out what's going on. Mm. But I'm definitely pro-marriage. Yeah, I'm really pro- hoping that within the next two years, I'm married. Well, I got a long way to go. You know, I'm bringing some things to the table. You know, homeowner, car paid for, got a job, stocks working, 401k, got the separate business on the side, getting built up. You know, I do 70 hours a week plus. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. 
This is good. We did a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, go marriage. <laughs> go marriage. But we need we need more wedding showers than baby showers. I know. I know you've even been to a wedding before. Well, I've been, been to plenty of funerals. It's... Well, you know, when you go to a wedding, there's a higher chance you mean a female than getting laid. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, based on the movies, yeah. I ain't talking about the movies. I'm talking about statistical data, personal experience. Listen, I still want to go to a wedding and see what it's like. You never been to a wedding? No. Usually they got some good food in the bar be open. You get twisted and take a chick home in an Uber. Ain't none of my people I know got married. All right. Well, you know, get to a wedding. Get that Uber. Test her gag reflex to see if she worth marrying. <laughs> she ain't willing to go, ah, I'm still going. No, I don't want to be with you. I want her to come up looking like she stuck her face and her mouth in a whole bucket of water the same way I'm going to look. I need her to come up looking like she has some watermelon. Uh, watermelon. Melon water. Oh, man, yo. Well, yeah, maybe one day, man. Because seriously, women today, they need a lot of practice before the weekend. So do men. Can't just put that on them. A lot of us out there, and we're not qualifying to be properly married. And if a woman needs protection and security, and a man's not providing that, we can't put that just on them. I'll say dating is difficult for both sides. Well, with social media, it makes everything hard. Remember, a woman used to be resigned to her geographical location to find a mate. Mm -hmm. Social media now says she can look two to four hours, two hours plus outside of her geographical location to find a mate. Mm. It's kind of like saying... When there was a time when there was only Coke or Pepsi, you had mm-hmm. to pick one. That's it. Mm, okay. That makes sense. So with all the options that are out there, you know, people think it's more realistic for me to go look outside of where I'm at. They don't put themselves in the proper venues to, to meet somebody outside of their current, in their current geographical location. You know, the club is great. But there's other social activities you can engage in that are male-female oriented. Let me tell you right now. You want to meet a wife? Join a bowling league. Bowling league. Bowling league. Mm. With intersex, um, both sex teams. Don't take a whole lot of physical prowess to do it. Don't take a lot of money to do. But you're going to enjoy yourself socially. Hmm. You're going to play a couple of different teams throughout the season. If there's men and women on the different teams, you're going to get to know people. Maybe you're not the right pick for her, but she's going to have friends you can meet. Maybe he's not the right pick for you, but he got friends you can meet. But it puts you in a relaxed social environment where my main purpose for coming here is the bowl. Have fun. Hmm. It's different when you go to a club. Because most people go to a club to hook up, 
get their rocks off, and figure out a way to kick this person out the next day. Yeah, you know, marriage. Yeah. I, me personally, if it happens, cool. If it don't, cool. Well, I mean, I, you know, that's just the reality of it, but I want to be married. Ladies, real talk, I can hold you down. I got that. I mean, I ain't, I ain't going to front. My gas smells like something horrendous. <laughs> I'll make a chick throw up in her mouth real quick. It's just the reality of the shit. <laughs> I fart and I move away from myself like, you nasty motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck the you eat? You know, I go from zero to 100 real quick. I'm mad Aggie. <sighs> This is good. I wash, I wash your panties with the period stain in it. I don't, I don't get disgusted by that. But I'm going to have jokes. <laughs> On that note, that's the podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, man. We're getting terrible. This is getting worse. <laughs> All righty then, podcasters. You have a great day. We'll see you in a week. Yep, next week. Um, peace out, A Town Down. Peace out. I wish my bro was here to see me grind. I wish I had the chance to talk to him just one more time. Fake niggas taking over, real niggas hard to find. So I keep a nine. We both got it like he dropped a dime. It's rules to the streets, niggas must respect. Niggas talking, they be lying to you, flexing. I'm fucking vest. I touched down in a new jet. I got some diamonds on my body, reason why these niggas upset. I got some money I ain't touched yet. I got some bitches with a nice little body I ain't fucked yet. I got some bitches in my crib, and that's my bad. I was slacking, they should find out where I live. Cause I'm somebody, niggas nobody. These niggas, they be talking about me, they don't know about me.